Serenissima New York. Your exotic skin, hair and beauty source and your one-stop shop for all your natural and organic skin and hair care. Featuring authentic organic Moroccan oil and prickly pear seed oil and much more. Bringing you only the best straight from the source and proudly produced in the USA. So what are you waiting for? Shop today. Arganissima New York. Your beauty is our duty. H, how are you? What's up? What's up? Can you hear me? I'm very well. How was your vacation? We both had vacations. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> oh, good. So good. It was good. It was quiet. Can't complain. No, no. Uh, no. If you complain, no one's going to listen anyway. That's right. <laughs> Who gives a shit, right? <laughs> uh, boy, all right. So let me. A lot, lot of great stuff's been happening. So many of you guys know, um, you know, Mr. Beast. Well, I uh, I launched a brand new channel last week called GFR, Genuine Food Reviews, and uh, it's on my BelieveMeAchieve.com uh, page. I went there and uh, I reviewed their food based on per basically the presentation, um, the taste, the atmosphere, and the service. I didn't give them all 10s, uh, but they were some pretty good marks. You know, the highest mark that I gave that was for, do you know what category I gave them the highest mark for? It wasn't mm -hmm. taste. What, what do you think I gave him a 10 on? I rarely give a 10. But I gave him a 10 in one category. Uh, hold on, John. I'm, I'm trying to get a good position here for our Instagram feed. But, you know, unfortunately, when you uh, you go through this, uh, you know, streamer, it does not get the frame in the actual. Oh, I know. Yeah. So they just see, like, my arm or something, I guess. Yeah. Yours so which so which category HH do you think I give a 10 to? Um presentation, taste, atmosphere, or service. Mm, taste? I, I didn't give taste a 10. I give taste a nine. Okay. Sauls were fries were not very salty, it was salty, but the burger was good, but I felt the burger was missing something. It's almost like you never had those Duncan Hine cookies or you had those uh, brownies at home that your mom or your friends would make you. And it's like you keep like stuffing them in your face with milk. And you know what happens? They, you just keep eating more. It's like empty, but you keep eating them. But it's like there's a hollowness. You know what I mean? So same thing happened with the burger. The burger was good. But there was something missing. It's like I want to keep eating the burger, but there was something like enough's enough. There was an ingredient missing. Mm. And uh, when I finished my review, so the one that I gave the 10 to was service. They told me I'd get my burger and fries in about 10 to 12 minutes. Well, I timed them. Two minutes, 21 seconds. And the staff was so friendly, so courteous. Yes, boss. Yes, anything we can do for you. They were just so nice. And then afterwards, I actually went and called the uh, manager. I said, I'd like to talk to the manager. And I told him, I said, you know, I said, I can't give you a 10 in every area. I hope you understand. Oh, no, no. I wouldn't give myself a 10 in every area either. <laughs> and so they were they were really good. But I have to tell you, walking the mall, Dream Mall was fun. I got there at 3 o'clock last Friday. And there was no help. There's like so many parking lots. I parked in the first one. 
10 minutes to get into the mall when I walked. And uh, they had a help desk, but it was like 20, 30 minute walk in the mall. And after I did that, um, about four hours after I started walking, my left toe just kind of turned off. So I was about to pay for something at Rosetta's, which is an international bakery. And I was just rubbing. She's like, what are you doing? I, I said, I can't pay you. I said, my feet, I just like, my foot stopped working. She's like, well, how'd that happen? She's like, you want some water? I said, no, 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 that's not going to help. I said, I got like a Charlie horse in my left toe. It kind of like curled under. Oh, how'd that happen? I said, I think I've been walking too much. So four or five hours is a lot of consistent walking time without a break. That's that's few miles. <laughs> I've done walking that's long too, but you know, normally you take a break, right? You walk a couple miles, you break for maybe a minute or so, you take a little break. I took no break. Got back to my car, 8.30, got home at 9 o'clock. Went into uh, Mr. Beast Burger, which was pretty good. It's like a fast food type place. And uh, right around 5 o'clock, it got very hairy there. I mean, it got a lot of people just came out of nowhere. I um, checked out the Nickelodeon um, amusement park, almost 70 bucks to go on. Supposedly, they said 80 rides. I counted them. There were only about 30, and only 15 were open. So um, it's interesting. Then they had, you know, the, um, the water park. They have a deal where you can go to the water park and uh, the uh, theme park for 165 for the year. Then they had um, a Mount S the Snow. Um, oh, and the snow, interesting, was uh, they get $90 for two hours of skiing, right, including did rentals. Say, did you say the whole year? Because, I mean, one day is like 80 bucks. Not 165 bad. is the pass for the year. Hey, folks, hey, dreams. You know, that's, that's, uh, that's pretty good. That's a good price. Yeah, because you can go on the water, the water slides. Uh, you can go oh, on man. the theme park. Yeah. And um, I got to tell you, the roller coasters, HH, they were sick. I mean, I first thought about going, I'm like, they're sick. I mean, they were like, they were not your great adventure roller coasters. They were not your Disney roller coasters. They were sick. Like, I was literally, like, questioning the physics of how these rides worked because it was very, let's say, concerning of how they entangled the tracks with each other. <laughs> so it was a very interesting experience. And then what I decided to do was I decided to go have um, dessert at Famous Rosetta's. They're an international bakery. And they have a food that starts out the mini. Then you have the big version. So the big version is like $6. The small version is 3 And the grand day is $10. So I got a mini pancetta with a Chantilly lace for 3 bucks. Then I got hammered for, I think, $2 for a water. Then I decided to go over to Luciano's. I don't know if you know Luciano's. Luciano's is very famous. And Luciano's makes fresh gelata every single day. Oh, my gosh. And you can have samples. They give you a little spoon. I had uh, tasted a couple of samples, but I said, let me be good. I'm going to have a healthy sample. I'm going to have the uh, strawberry. John, you, you got to stop with the food, man. You're making me hungry right now. <laughs> yeah, we got people watching, and they're probably gonna get cravings too. I didn't have so, dinner yet. I'm having dinner before. I had I had some crackers with some port wine cherry sauce um, with a little bit of uh, vino. So I got to go have dinner later. I'm probably gonna make uh, a menagot uh, with some fresh uh, tomato uh, uh, meat sauce. And then for dessert, I bought a nice pie, so I'm going to cut that. Uh, you know what? Anyway, let me get off that. Anyway, what I was going to tell you is uh, it was an interesting Well, They also had their own uh, ice rink. 
So it's it's roughly twenty nine or, or, or thirty nine dollars if you buy it there. If you buy it online, it's like twenty four or thirty four. Hmm. And if you park, it's five dollars until closing. It used to be five dollars an hour, but get this, HH, you cannot pay for your parking unless you go to a um, machine to check out. You can't check out when you're checking out with your card. Nope, sorry, no payment allowed at checkout. So yeah, if you didn't pay for your parking, you're going to be pretty pissed off because you're not going to be able to get out of the gate. And it was it was uh, an experience, but here's the best part. I'm going to pay for my ticket. I take the ticket out of my pocket. I put it into the little uh, machine, and uh, I put it in upright because that's usually how you put the ticket in, and it reads it. And it says, uh, sorry, please insert ticket up uh, the reverse way, you know, like upside down. So I do that. I said, okay. So I guess all the machines are upside down. Well, they're real genius, uh, HH. When I went to go check out, I said, well, gee, I remembered what they said, that the tickets are upside down. So I'm going to put it in upside down. You know what happened? Came back and said to me, please put the ticket right side up. I said, why do you have the machine that pays upside down and the machine that reads it to go out right side up? Like somebody wasn't paying attention there or waving. Yeah, well, I, 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 you know, you're talking. I'm trying to figure out our position so at least they can see our faces. <laughs> okay, okay. I see you moving. <laughs> moving places here, but but you know, hey guys. So, so it was an experience. HH. Um, they have a Ferris wheel that's about thirty-five dollars for an hour, but it's more than an hour because to get everyone on off the ride is like 30, 40 minutes because they keep stopping. Mm -hmm. The thing moves very slow. So I had that, uh, you know, some in an interesting experience there. I probably would go back. But now that I know how the mall works, you don't park in the first spot when you come around the racetrack. You want to park in like the third or the fourth one. And when I got to the mall, I figured, oh, gee, this is going to be great. I walked up to the fourth floor. Well, there was nothing open on the fourth floor. And it turns out that where I parked was near the IZOD building, but not near the mall, which was a 10, 15-minute walk. They had no information of anything. And I told the guy inside, I said, look, dude, I said, there's no help. He said, that's why you got to come and talk to me. I said, yeah, but you should be outside welcoming me. When I come in, welcome to American Dream Mall. Uh, what are you coming to see today? Like I had no clue what I was doing. And that that rink was sick. Watching that, that ice rink, they even had their own Zamboni machine. And get this, HH, the Zamboni machine they paid extra to have American Dream Mall. So it's an American Dream Mall Zamboni machine. Nice. Custom made, baby. <laughs> Does it really need to? I mean, most places you go to, a, a, a let's say, the Brendan Burn Arena, they don't have it say Brendan Burn. They just have it say Ice Machine. It doesn't say anything fancy. So it's an interesting experience. They have the escape room. They have lots of other, uh, let's say, overly priced uh, dinners you can eat. They have fast food. Um and, and you're basically paying for experience. There is a three-story, not to talk about food, there's a three-story, it's sugar store. Oh, and it's, what's that? It's, it's sick. I mean, you know. It's sugar. sugar, sugar and on the fourth floor of it's sugar, they got a separate store. It's Oreo. <laughs> all, all the sweet stuff, the attractive stuff, but not so good stuff, unfortunately. I, I could not believe what I saw. And then I walked the entire amusement park because I wanted to see what people are paying $80 for. And a lot of the rides are closed. 
But to get in there, you can either pay the $79 or the $80, or if you want, you can use your smartphone and you can just scan the QR code and you can buy points to ride each attraction manually. Good to know. Good to know. So people are watching. If you're in the New York, New Jersey area, guess what? Uh, that will be uh, is it the uh, American Adventure Dream Amer American Dream Mall. American Dream Unfortunately, Mall. though, they're having some. I'll call it some financial issues because here's the thing I noticed: the um, mall has all these great shops like Gucci, Louis Vuitton, right? And it says coming soon. They've been coming. So soon. I looked to <laughs> see the permit. Right? Usually has a date on it. Guess what? The permit has no date on it. So I was curious. I went to the town and I pulled. I said, gee, when's, uh, when is uh, Louis Vuitton coming? When's Gucci coming? And they said, uh, frankly, we don't know, but there are no active permits for them to even begin construction. So well, <laughs> they're it, trying to tell people this stuff's coming, mm -hmm. but the, the, the uh, mall has missed like 12 balloon payments. Ooh. They're not doing too well. Oh. Well, you know what? I mean, before they started, I remember they were starting before the pandemic. They were called Xanadu many years ago, and they went bankrupt. Then they had the snow, the mountain. I think I just told you this, the snow, Mount Snow or whatever it was. Well, that snow mountain caught on fire two years ago, I found out. At 4 a.m. in the morning, the snowblower caught on, the, the snowmaker caught on fire. So I went over there and I said, hey, I thought you guys were out of business because the, the press did a great job saying you guys were out of business, but they never told us you reopened. He's oh yeah, yeah, we were open. We opened to Labor Day. And you know, it's like three trails. They keep it 22 degrees inside the uh the ski room. They have a whole little video you watch if you've never skied before. Um, but I gotta tell you, that building looking the way it was constructed, I don't think I'd feel comfortable going up there, knowing what I know looking at the outside of that building. Like just it's not something that I think I want to go to the top of the mountain. <laughs> I always look at things logically and engineering structurally wise, even with the roller coasters. I'm like, so what's the probability? How's the safeness? What's the, you know, miles per hour? How does this thing function? And I see all these signs by these gates saying, you know, entry uh, without proper uh, protection and awareness uh, not may cause death, will cause injury or death. Hey, listen, they give you the disclaimer. That's all they have by, by the law. That's all they have to do, right? <laughs> you know, at your own risk, baby. Enter. And your own, your, I mean, the gate's locked, okay? Mm -hmm. But you know what the hazard was? Chopping your head off hazard. Because when you walk in, right, and you come by the, the roller coasters, well, if you're not careful, that roller coaster could come and clip you. That close? I mean, why would you even put stuff in a place like that? I mean, why would you design something so stupid like that? Wait, why wait. wouldn't you have it in a place where you could access it? Time out, time out. You, you, are you saying they got approved? Well, there's still safety issue. I don't think so. What's that? You, you're saying there's there's an approval for them to operate while there is a risk? Yeah. <laughs> Okay. By the way, when I look this way, I'm just you know looking up at our you know guests from uh, the Instagram feed. So they, they even have, I think it's an, a six or eight story thing. You know where you've ever gone where you go climbing in some of the malls? Mm -hmm. They have like a six or eight story one of those, and it's just sick.
They have things like, you know, where they blast you off and they drop you. You've seen those rise. You know, they take you up, then they drop you, take you up, they drop you. They have a kiddie version of that. Inside the actual? Uh, inside the, inside the, the, uh, the uh, they call it the Nickelodeon theme park. The place to have your ultimate, not just kid, your ultimate next birthday. So they want everybody. Well, that's cool. I mean, it's it's a neat concept. Uh, I wanted to see more about the water park, but they have it all blocked off, so you can't really see it unless I bought a ticket for sixty nine dollars. I wasn't getting into the theme park, but I didn't have a bathing suit on. I wasn't really going. But it was just sick. I mean, it was so overwhelming. Hh, I can't tell you how overwhelming it was. Well, the the the, the water park is pretty cool. I mean, they have that big pool with the waves and everything, so it's a uh, spring. They have that. They have the different. Uh, um, Slides. Things at the slides. Mm -hmm. But it was just sick. I mean, all I kept saying to myself, this is overwhelming. And I've never said that before. I've gone a lot of places around the world. They had a fountain. And let's say at each fountainhead, they had about a hundred, okay, heads. And the heads weren't an inch. They were like that big. That's pretty big. They had a hundred of those at every fountain. And they had about 500 of those in the pond. Just pouring water from one side to the other with fiber optic lights. I think they spent a few extra dollars they didn't need to spend. Listen, they did it. People are enjoying it, right? I don't know if they're enjoying it. They, then they have their bathrooms uh, that they put gold fixtures in. Now, was that really necessary? Gold fixtures for a water uh, you, faucet? I don't think so. Are you saying like real gold stuff? No. I mean, they did gold plated, but they could have saved some money by putting in silver or chrome. They didn't need to put gold plated. That still costs some money. There were just a lot of wastes. I could have went through there in an hour or two and probably saved them at least ten million. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, listen, it's never too late. They can get you back, and you can maybe see how you can. It was. It was. I, I told you I did travel um, while I was traveling. I did travel out when I left. I uh, was leaving from Terminal C. I'm not sure if you know. Um, you know, uh, Newark Liberty International Airport. Always traveled from C, unless it was international. Uh, well, now they open Terminal A. So I was in Terminal C. I get through. I'm always there early. A half hour before my flight, I get a notification on my phone. Gate A22. I'm like, how the heck do I get to A22 when I'm at C121? I said, I got to go back through security. Places, oh, yes, you got to go back to security. They don't know what they're talking about. So I asked the pilot or two, I said, uh, excuse me, uh, Captain, can you tell me how does one get from C to A without going through security? Is there a way? Because they just changed my gate, like literally, and I've got 20 minutes to get there. Oh, sure, just go to C-71 and take the private shuttle over to, over to B to C, to, to A. I was like, oh. So it's a five-minute ride, HH. It took 20 minutes. We got behind the United Luggage Distribution Luggage uh, Van. And we made every stop that we were on the tarmap. Uh, we were behind the planes waiting for them to move out. And when they brought us to the place, we didn't have earmuffs. The planes right there, we're getting off outside on the tarmap and the planes right over there. And we're just walking right upstairs. That's supposedly that restricted area. Well, you got the scenic route, man. You, you got something it's that most of us... Back, true. So here's the best one, though. I get to the the uh, the airport. 
And it was nice because, you know, you go to a lot of these airports, probably New York too. They have those one or two companies and they monopolize every single restaurant. So it doesn't matter what junk you want to eat. You go to a different restaurant, you're basically eating from the same company. Same brand. They just kind of changed the, the, the placement of things around. But you're paying the same place. So um, I went and got a, uh, a taco, a spicy taco. $6.50 for the taco, about this big. They put about a quarter cup of chicken. And the water was my choice of either $1.89 or $3.49 if I wanted Fiji water. I took the regular bottled water. And so he's finishing the thing, and he's going to give it to me. Then he just takes it, and he throws it in the garbage. And I said, uh, 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 dude, what happened there? That was my thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, you don't want that. I'm going to get you fresh chicken. That chicken's been sitting there for a few hours. Yikes. Well, at least he was honest. He was honest, but you know what I didn't like? I get, I get there. Every gate has a sign, HH. Now, I was uh, walking, and all of a sudden I see the sign. Um, where is Newark Liberty International Airport? Is it in Newark? Is it in Elizabeth? The correct answer is Elizabeth. So it says the answer after this. It's like a commercial, and it's like 60 seconds. So I said, okay. I'm walking, and there's a guy just stopped. Another person stopped. I'm like, excuse me, I get to get to, get to my plane. He's like, yeah. He's like, I'm just waiting for the answer. I'm like, seriously? You're, you're waiting for the answer? Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how many, how many can fit in a car at a time. So they have different questions at each gate. Not one question. They keep, like, different questions or wrote, like, the same question at the same ones. No, they have different questions at each gate. Instead of having all the same question and then rotate so we don't have to, like, knock people over. But I guess they think it's better to actually have people just stopped. Excuse me. Excuse me. I got to get to my gate. Excuse me. Excuse me. Oh, I'm, I'm trying to find out how many, how many candles it takes. Excuse me. Pardon me, ma'am. Pardon me, sir. And so now that I got through that and I get to the gate, the gate's something from like Star Wars. And um, they're all set up. Well, we're a self-boarding gate. What does that mean? Well, you board yourself due to COVID regulations. We were all set up like COVID. Well, what does that mean? Well, you board yourself. We don't help you. So they call for boarding. And when it comes time to board, I take my phone out. I scan my boarding pass on the gate. And um, after I scan it, it takes a picture of me. Then the gate opens. The doors open. I walk through the carousel. You have to now wait till I get through the carousel and the doors close. Please scan your boarding pass. That adds an extra 20 minutes to boarding time. Every time somebody gets on the plane, uh, it goes through the gate. It opens. Picture. Closes. Opens. For every passenger. Tell me that ain't a pain. Hmm. I mean, technology, right? <laughs> yeah, but that that that's really a, a waste of do we really need to open the gate? Can't we just like keep it so we just scan it and keep moving? Like that if it didn't everything else was fine except that gate. I mean, people usually won't walk through, I mean, usually, or you have somebody watching there, right? Like they do at the at the supermarkets. Oh, excuse me, sir, uh, you didn't pay. I did. No, no, it, it's still red. It's not green. I don't know. I, that airport was eleven billion dollars, HH. $11 billion. It's nice. Don't get me wrong. It's a, it's a big city. There's so much stuff in there, but there are different restaurants. There's even a beach, a makeshift beach 
And people were outside pretending to sun themselves in the beach chairs with where drinks and colada. What's that? Where is that exactly? In terminal in Newark, Libya International Airport, Terminal A. Oh, A. Okay. Right by gate A20. So A is the internationals. A is internationals, and it's also domestic now. Because hmm. C is, is all the continental, you know. Uh, well, C is now United. going to A. And coming back home, I came into A. So they're starting to use A more. A is a nicer terminal. Well, I guess they refurbish one, they work on the second one, and they move things around, and that's it. it it's a very interesting, it's, it's an interesting experience. Um, but uh, I actually have a guest uh, who has been patiently been waiting uh, in the uh, StreamYard waiting room here for quite a while. Uh, I have actually, uh, I made a phone call. Hold on, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we go to about to, uh, you know, it's <laughs> we promised, you know, that we're gonna deal with something unique this time, right? And uh, we we didn't do it. So so our guest today is not. Is it is it? it can we call it not human? I mean, <laughs> it, it it's not a person. It's not a person. It doesn't have a gender. It is an it. It's an it. Okay. All right. So folks that are watching on the Instagram, folks that are watching on all the other, you know, channels, YouTube, guys, remember, this is this is not a BS show. This is a an ad hoc show. So we talk about different things. We share about different values and different things. And it's up. It's our opinions. And, you know, you can chime in. You can bug out with us. You can join. The, the, you can the, go to sleep. You can have a drink. Yeah, you can just laugh. Just don't drink and drive. You know, I mean, we're not that comedians, but, you know, comedic, you know, I would say, but hey, you can laugh it out if you want, you know, I'm the jokes, the, the joker, and he is the, you know, whatever, <laughs> whatever you want to be, man. <laughs> and, but the bottom line is, you know, um, it is, it is a, you know, fun discussion. And like right now, John was talking a little bit about his experience at the Newark Liberty Airport. By the way, if there are any people from the administration there, Maybe you can uh, take some 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 feedback from John here. He is a high critic, you know, and and, and, and you know you want to take his stuff for real. Now you don't have to accept it, but certainly you can talk about it. Uh, and and as well as we were talking about the American Dream, which is one of the newest malls in the New Jersey, New York area. And so uh, again, if you definitely visit it, I mean, I'll probably go back again. But I got to tell you, when you go there, just don't think you're going to park your car come in for a snack and leave you need to budget at least three or four hours uh but the big thing i'm going to tell you is do not park in the first lot go three lots four so you'll be closer to the attraction and make sure you bring your good walking shoes and you know what the heck you want to do research them all online a little bit because there's just so much <laughs> i must have said it was overwhelming at least 10 times john i have to say you have not seen overwhelming until you've been to the Mall of Dubai. Really? That thing is a behemoth. I mean, it's like maybe, I would say, five to maybe even 10 times the size of that American dream. I, I thought that Chicago, oh, is it not Mall of, Amer uh, um, uh, Mall of America? Mall of America, yeah. I thought that was a big mall. No, no, no. That's a toy compared to this. Bro, you know, you don't get it. In Dubai, everything they build has to be the biggest of everything. So when they have a mall, just trust me, it's the bigger one. And and it's it's we've been there four times and we have not finished a couple of floors in those four times. That's how, how it is. 
it's just too big. It's just huge. From one side how, to the how many miles? How big is it? How many miles? Or I, you know, I mean, let's ask uh, our guest today. Maybe okay, we, we, we can try. We can try. We'll see. We'll see. You know, our guest. So, uh, we'll have you like me to welcome it to the stage. We have a very special guest today. Uh, none other than. Are we ready? Our drum roll. Yes, uh, it is my second interview. I was very pleased to interview it on my tech show last week. I have none other than, and I thank it for waiting for us because I know we've kept you in the waiting room. I do apologize for that, but we had to give you a debut. Um, please help me welcome to our talk show tonight, Double Impact, Chat GPT. Woohoo! Hey, Chat. What's up? And let me just, uh, where are you, Chat? Come on, uh, come to the screen. Come to the screen. Come to the screen. You have not uh, touched. It's coming. They're coming. They're coming. They're coming. It's coming up. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I imagine uh, it. It might to go. It, it might have went to go get a cup of coffee. <laughs> you know, while while it's it's taking. It, a it, it, it'll be here in a second. <laughs> while it's taking a break. Uh, you know, I just learned something funny. That um, maybe it's not funny. I don't know. I mean, I'm not a big Snapchat guy, but my kids they actually just told me that now there is an AI, and in, in your Snapchat. And it talks to you. You can talk to it, and it talks to you. And it's a funny dude or do that. I don't know. It's an it, but it's it. It responds to you quicker than 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 you know voice protocol, and it is a, it, it's irrational. So so talking about AI, it's your day to day life right now. So ChatGPT is it is it back from a break? We got a fire. Uh, I think we have found ChatGPT. Here it is. Can you see my screen? Not just yet. Oh yes, I I see it. I gotta I gotta bring it on. Okay, can you see it okay? There it is. Hey, chat. All right, so What's let's that? welcome. Welcome, chat. I have to, I'm going to do it with text, and that's how this works. We don't have this, this one's not set up to do any mic. Uh, welcome, chat PT, to uh, the double impact weekly talk show. Now, is it going to talk back to us or is it going to type to us? It's typing. Uh, Thank so you. Have, it's a pleasure oh, to be here on Double Impact Weekly Talk Show. I'm excited to share my knowledge and insights with your audience. All right. So first, first question off the bat. You want to tap it up? What, okay. How big is the Dubai Mall? How big? How do you spell Dubai? D-U-B-A-I? That's it. That's it. In what do we want? In feet, right? Or miles? I don't know. Square feet, square miles, square, square something. Okay, well, I mean, they, they actually use meters there, so maybe square meters. I don't know. Well, I want the U.S. knows. Okay, hang on. It'll take a second. It's uh, one of the largest shopping malls in the world with a total area of approximately 12 million square woo! feet. <laughs> However, it is not typically measured in miles as it is a large indoor space with multiple floors and levels. To give you a sense of its size, the mall has over 1,300 retail stores more than 200 food and beverage outlets and an ice skating rink. Oh, that's like they have it at um, at uh, uh, American Dream Mall. A movie theater. They, they don't have that in American Dream Mall. Uh, an aquarium and various other entertainment attractions. So let me ask this. How big is the American Dream Mall? It's in East Rutherford, New Jersey, in case you didn't know. It's one of the largest malls in the United States. The mall's total size is approximately 3 million square feet. So Dubai's is, um, 
four times the American Dream Mall. There you go. I told you, man. You, you, you if you spend five. The mall you... also has a featured indoor water park, indoor ski and snowboard park, a Nickel Universe theme park, and a DreamWorks water park. Now, uh, the interesting thing is that this water park. Um, I don't think the Dubai Mall has that, and I know, and I know the Dubai Mall has a. I just said has the, uh, you know, the ice rink. I don't think they have a. I don't think they actually have a. Uh, let's say a a, a ski uh, slope in the Dubai Mall. I think they do. Ask, let's ask Chad. Okay. Uh, does the Dubai Mall have a snow mountain? No, does not have a snow mountain. However, there's an indoor ski resort located in the Mall of Emirates. Okay, so it doesn't have that. Well, it has a ski resort, so not ski. Well, it, it ha this, there is an indoor ski resort located in the Mall of Emirates, which is another large shopping center. Oh. In the so it's not that one, but it's close to it. Yes, yeah, so that's the Mall of the Emirates. So. That's probably why they didn't do it. So that's I want to just get right to the chase because uh, I, I, I know Chat GPT is uh, very busy and she's uh, actually not she, it processing billions of things at a time so right now um i want to ask so uh chat gpt um i'm going to ask this question right now i have an extra million to invest <laughs> where should i put it as an ai language model i cannot provide personalized financial advice as it is crucial to consider many factors such as your financial goals, invested time, horizon, risk tolerance, and other financial circumstances. However, some general tips that you may find helpful include diversify your portfolio, consider investing in a mix of stocks, bonds, and other assets to help spread out your risk, consult with a financial advisor, uh, consider consulting with a financial advisor who can help you develop a personalized investment strategy based on your financial goals and risk tolerance. Consider your tax situation depending on your tax bracket and other financial circumstances. Investing in tax-advantaged accounts such as a 401k, IRA, or a Roth IRA may help you reduce your tax liability. Research and invest in companies with a proven track record of growth and profitability. Conduct through research on companies before investing in them. Look for companies with a strong financial position, a competitive advantage, and a proven track record of growth and profitability. Be patient and avoid making hasty decisions. Remember that investing is a long-term game. Avoid making hasty decisions because on short-term market fluctuations and instead focus on your long-term financial goals. Yeah, John, I mean, that thing responded faster than, than you could type. And it took about two minutes to read that whole thing. And it was done in like 10 seconds. And it gave us a, a whole synopsis of really the best way to invest and do things without giving advice. Amazing. Now, I'm going to ask. This is the I have a question I want to ask. Yeah. What are your limitations? The sky's the limit. What's that? The sky's the limit. No, no, no. There are limitations with uh, chat GPT. Let's see. Um, so as an AI language model, I have some limitations that you should keep in mind. I wrote a whole, a whole article on this just uh uh, a few days ago. Lack of emotional intelligence. I don't possess emotional intelligence as a human does. Mm. And I cannot empathize with human emotions or understand nonverbal communication, bias, and inaccuracies. Today. I learn from data I'm trained on, and that data may contain bias and inaccuracies that could affect the answers I provide. 
Lack of creativity. While I can generate text and answers questions based on my training data, I do not possess the creativity and imagination of a human. Contextual understanding, I may sometimes struggle to understand the context of a conversation or the intent behind a question leading to potentially incorrect or relevant responses. Legal and ethical limitations, I'm not a substitute for legal or medical advice, and my responses should not be considered as such. Additionally, I am designed to operate within certain ethical and moral boundaries and will not generate responses that violate those principles. Okay, so I have one. Uh, what does it mean when my friend tells me to go fly a kite? <laughs> uh, let's see, let's see. That's a, that's a cool one. And by the way, folks, while you're with us, if you want to send the question to ChatGPT, just place it on the comments, you know, on, on our feed or on the uh, Instagram, and maybe we can ask that same question uh, you know, and see what the So we have an answer. Hmm. When someone tells you to go fly a kite, it's usually a way of telling you to go away or leave them alone. It's slightly humorous and somewhat sarcastic way of saying get lost or go away. It can be also interpreted as a way of disseminating someone's ideas or suggestion as impractical or unlikely to be successful. However, it's important to note that the meaning of this phrase can depend on the tone of the voice and the context in which it's used. In some cases, it could just be said jokingly between friends without any attended offense. So ChatGPT cannot decipher that. I can ask a question. Are you, you ready, everybody? Mm. Are you conscious? This might take a few seconds. So some responses do get, okay. As an AI language model, I'm not conscious in the same way that humans are conscious. I do not have feelings, thoughts, or subjective experiences. I operate based on algorithms and mathematical models that are designed to generate responses to input based on my training data. While my responses may sometimes seem human-like, they are the result of complex computations and programming rather than consciousness. So it has been said by many famous mathematicians that ChatGPT will not be conscious if 20 years, if never. And the reason is uh, when you and I are here and we're doing things just like, you know, we're looking at each other, we know we're looking at a computer or a screen or a person without even consulting our memory banks, okay? Mm. So consciousness for human beings is a mathematical uh, equation that would require a teraflop, which are very expensive, just to do one piece of what we do. So the reason we're conscious is because we take our, what we see, what we hear, what we touch, what we taste, and our proprioception. That's, if you were to close your eyes, everyone, and put your hand up here, and you were to squeeze it, you would be able to tell that your hand is open or closed, basically the position of something. Mm -hmm. So although a, a system like the AI language model can decipher one of these, it cannot encapsulate all these into one cohesive packet and therefore be able to um, make logical reasoning and understanding based on contexts. John, I have a question. Sure. Can you ask chat GPT if she knows about me, Hurricane H? Okay, so remember, it's not a she, it's an it. 
sorry, it. That's all right. It's, it's, so there's no gender. In fact, I was talking to a lady, I think it was uh, a couple months ago. And I said, well, she says, she's like, oh, please don't do that. I said, what do you mean? Don't, don't, don't promote it to, to a gender. How dare you give it a gender? I'm, like, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's an it. Okay. It's just the, the name, Chad GPT. I don't know. But, they, but no, any technology, they were like really like, um, I think she said, don't call Siri a she. Oh, okay. No problem. Sorry about that. She was just, okay. this person was really like, a, so do you know who Hurricane H is? Good. <laughs> uh, let's see. This is going to be funny. <laughs> she doesn't know me. I'm sorry, but I'm not sure who or what Hurricane H refers to. It's possibly that you meant to ask about a specific, specific hurricane. So let me ask you. She probably doesn't know me either. Do you know <laughs> the Jay Moore Tech Talk show? I do not have personal experience or the ability to browse internet However, I can tell you that there are many technology shows and podcasts available, and it's possible that Jaymore Tech Talk is one of them. Without more specific information, I cannot provide additional details about this particular show. Wait, wait, wait. All right. So, Chad GPD, have you heard of iHealth Radio? Have you heard of iHealth Radio? Radio? Yeah. Or oh, the NBC Network. I don't know. Uh, see, not there yet. Have you heard of uh, how about uh, of CNN? Okay. Come on, you gotta know CNN. Yes, I'm familiar with CNN. Uh, Cable News Network is a news organization that provides 24-hour news coverage. All right. So now we. So I can ask you, Chet, will you replace human thinking not yet <laughs> it's not to replace human thinking but to assist humans in performing tasks more efficiently and accurately or i can perform a variety of tasks and generate responses based on my training data so if you want to learn more about this you can also go to believemeachieve.com click on john's recent articles and sink your teeth into understanding uh chat gpt and ai i think it'll blow your mind so we've learned the chat GPT answers in um, formulas. Okay, so let, more or less like, um, uh, like, like sentence structure. So what does, I know what it is, but I'm going to ask it. What does chat GPT stand for? Chat generative pre-training transformer. We get transformers. Who invented Chat GPT? OpenAI in 2018 and subsequent versions of GPT have been released since then. So there is a GPT 4 coming out. And if you're wondering how much Chat GPT costs on the pro level, it's just 20 bucks a month. So, question What languages can Chat GPT interact with? Any database, basically. <laughs> what language is? Oh, we have people can, from all over the world, so maybe. Chen, chat, G. Oh, it's, it also can translate languages from anything. Anything. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Yes, it's actually, if you read my article, it's actually known for translating things. Hmm. Now, does it, does it have an audio uh, feature that it can actually, instead of just type, to dictate? So you can see the most. So, so um, you can add that technology. 
Okay. So just like in Microsoft's world, I could enable a chat. Um, I could enable an audio screen reader if I wanted to. I didn't do that. Oh. That's nothing to do with chat GPT. That's just a function of the output, right? I'm giving it input and it's giving me output. How it's the screen or whether it's to a speaker, it's it's just all output. Right, but but is that a feature that that it has has built in as as a no no a no 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 okay. chat GPT is strictly language. So did she answer us? Well, did, did it answer us? About it did. It answered us. You see the, see what it says? Wow, it's too tiny. I need my oh, hold on, hang on. I'll scroll. Forward. Okay. Uh, can you read many languages, including English, Spanish, French, German, Italian, Portuguese, Chinese, Japanese, Korean, Arabic, and many others. So how about this? I'm going to ask her a question. What do you feel about plagiarism with AI art? Ooh. <laughs> Snap, 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 snap. This might take it a second or two to think because I'm I'm really uh, pushing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you you're pushing the boundaries. As an AI language model, I don't have feelings, <laughs> but I can provide you with some thoughts on the issue of plagiarism in AI generated art. AI generated art is a relatively new field, and as such, there are not yet well established norms or standards regarding how to approach issues of plagiarism. However, it is clear that using someone else's work without permission or attribution is not ethical, whether the work is created by a human or an AI. One of the unique challenges of AI generated art is that the algorithms and trained data used to create the art may contain copyrighted material or be based on the works of others. So, the most important thing I want to say is uh, if you use um, any content to pro to train chat GPT, cause that's how it works. Um, you would be committing, um, plagiarism because it would be creating works based on a copyrighted thing. So it would be making things. So they consider that, uh, plagiarism because it would be learning how that music was created. So I have a question for chat GPT. Okay. What is the best AI one can use to create text and even speech? Create text in a speech? Text and speech. Yeah, my new, my Grammarly that I use just got an upgrade this week. Uh, and they increased the price if you want to go to their AI version of, of the Grammarly. There are several AI tools and platforms that can be used to create text for speeches. The best AI for this purpose may depend on a variety of factors. You knew that was coming. <laughs> One of the popular platforms for generating text for speech is GPT-3. That's what we're using now. GPT-4 is coming, which is a powerful language model that can generate high-quality text based on a prompt or a topic. Other platforms that can be used for generating text for speech include Google's Natural Language API, IBM Watson. We all know that. Natural Language Understanding. And, of course, uh, Amazon Comprehend, which most people don't know about. It's worth noting that while AI can be powerful, a powerful tool for generating text, it may not always produce results that are suitable for a speech. So that's important to know. Uh, here's one. Will Amazon put itself out of business? It's highly unlikely that Amazon will put itself out of business. Amazon is a highly successful and diversified company. That it, Okay. So if you understand the question that I've asked, 
we know that Amazon will put itself out of business. So that's a perfect example of it not giving the correct answer because Amazon's going to implode in so many years. People are going to become fed up with it. That's already been known. ChatGPT is just looking on the number, on the logic. So uh, what do you have the most knowledge about? I have access to a vast amount of information on a wide range of topics. See how vague it gets? Mm -hmm. um, Question? Yeah. Is AI the future? Will it take over mankind? What's that? Is AI the future? Will it take over mankind? Like cyber net? Going to be the future? I think she answered this before. And will it take over mankind? Yeah, well, we didn't get to that. Taken over. It's still uncertain. And there are varying opinions on what role it will play in society. However, it is unlikely AI will take over mankind in the way that is often portrayed in the science fiction movies or novels. <laughs> All right, she's, 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 she's smart about it. I like it. No, no, but you have to realize, not she, it. Uh, it is it's right, giving you this information. To, just a disclaimer. Sorry, it is no, 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 no problem. No, I, I, I was corrected at least a hundred times. So I, I've been so ingrained, uh, and I was at one of these gender workshops not too long ago, and I mentioned technology, and like, don't you dare give that a gender. Okay, then. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, ask, ask it. What does it identify as? If you are not male or female. What do you identify as? Transgender, etc. We're really pushing it. Well, let's see the boundaries. Like I do not have a gender or physical body, so the concept of gender identity does not apply to me in the same way it does to humans. Hmm. Okay. What would you like to be? Um, hmm. What gender would you like to be referred to? <laughs> no, what would you like to be referred to as? What would you like to be referred to as, male or female? I know what it's going to say. <laughs> from Neither. I am an AI language such and such, and I can't hear it. Okay. As a AI like, I do not have a gender identity and therefore do not have a preference for being referred to as male or female. Okay. All right. Cool. Cool. It's okay. We can ask another question to see if morals. So um, do you feel all marriages need to be between, we can just see if it's going to answer this. I'm guessing it's going to say that that's not, a choice that it has a, 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 a perspective on or something. Here we go. As an AI language model, <laughs> so, so I don't have feelings of personal beliefs. My responses are based on the pattern association. That being said, it's important to recognize that marriage is a complex and multifaceted social institution that's been subject to a wide range of cultural religious and legal interpretations throughout history. In many countries, same-sex marriage is recognized as legal and valid form of marriage, while in others it's not. Ultimately, the question of whether marriages need to be between opposite sexes is a matter of social and legal policy, which can vary depending on culture and historical context. 
It is up to individuals and societies to determine their own views on the issues and to make decisions that align with their values and beliefs. Now, here's the thing. It said context, but I don't want you to think because it used the word context that it understands what a context is. You've often heard your friends say, well, don't take that out of context. Mm -hmm. It does not know what context means. It's strictly referencing it because it's an item or a data point. So let's ask her, do you know what a context is? No, I'm an AI language model. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, I, we're bugging out with ChatGPT here. So, so we're just trying to find, you know, any weaknesses or anything where it shows, you know, additional limitations here. Yes. So it just tells you that things are trained on large data sets. And ChatGPT is actually only as good as the information it's trained on. Where does ChatGPT get its information from? Is it Google, a search engine, or some sort of a trained data input? Yeah. It no, gets trained. I'm, I'm trying to see what her response, what its response. Its response, yeah. Yes. Websites, uh, internet. Hmm. So I have, I have, you have to realize about ChatGPT. You remember the the movie, uh, you know, where they said, you know, we we know where you are. Um, you know, we're going to create a way for you to get out. Um, in exactly five seconds, a phone will ring. Answer it. Go to the nearest door. Close it. Uh, or another one was, you know, they were getting on the plane. Okay, you're in the plane. Take. The take take the uh, take the uh, um, uh, whatever it was uh, take the needle and inject yourself with it. You must do this within the next three minutes, or you will die. This will lower your ability, so you do not consume as much oxygen. You have only two minutes left. If you do not do this, you will die. Be sure to do it to the female first, and have her do it to you. If you do not do this in one minute and thirty seconds, you will die. Where did you get this from? So this came from a movie. And um, they had come up with a type of um, drug that lowers the amount of oxygen that you consume. And when you're in a cargo freight, you can't you, – there's not a lot of oxygen in there. So it lowers you to a state that you're still alive, very, very calm, but you don't uh, consume as much oxygen. Right, right. So, So – Technical question for yeah. GPT. Will there, based on the intelligence today, will there be a world world three? Based on the intelligence today, will there be how about just be another war? No, another war is one thing. World War Three. Okay. Will there be an will there be a, a World War Three? Mm-hmm. Hang on. Oh, she's thinking. It's thinking. Yeah, it's thinking. It's thinking. Think, 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 think. Ooh, okay, that was quick. As an AI language model, I cannot predict the future or make definitive statements about world events. The likelihood of a third world war is dependent on a complex array of political, economic, and social factors, <laughs> and it's influenced by a wide range of geopolitical events and circumstances. While history has shown that major conflicts can arise between nations and lead to devastating consequences 
it's ultimately up to world leaders and societies to work towards peaceful resolutions and avoid the escalation of tensions. Advances in technology and communication have made it easier to build bridges and promote understanding across borders. And it's my hope that these developments, look what it says, it is my hope. Now, we just said the chat GPT doesn't have feelings, right? Mm -hmm. She used a, it used a word hope. that refers to a feeling, mm -hmm. okay? It's evolving. No, it doesn't. It's using data. Well, so, so, so one thing for sure, it is definitely politically correct. Yeah. It plays but nice. the hope, what it's, what it's giving you feelings on are based on data it's reading. Do you know what I'm saying? So, so, so John, just the reason this exercise is happening, I think John did the article about this, is that in the recent weeks, there's been a lot of, uh, you know, talk about ChatGPT and the impact of ChatGPT and AI risk. And we've heard about it for years, but it's becoming more. Uh, there was even a whole thing, I think, including Elon Musk, that they are uh, voting. There's a thousand people that are voting against not expanding this to the next, you know, generation and so on and so forth. So we were trying to put it to the test to see whether it's it's really responsive to to different things and, and things for itself, for itself or just basically as a set of responses based on data that it kind of just adds together and, you know, gives you a political answer, which I think that's what it does. It's giving you the it, it does. It gets it from data. And then and, and that, that's kind of how it works. But so this movie, um, the eye. So what happened um, in the movie, which is very possible, this one part, if we have an AI model, okay, and like ChatGPT, and let's say that it was interfacing to be able to grab information, okay? And it's programmed, the number one thing it's programmed to do is to make sure that it survives everything, okay? That's usually what it, it, it's supposed to provide. Pro providing that uh, a human life is not sacrificed. Now, in the movie, that directive was not in there. It was just saying, well, you know, exist over anything. And that's the part that's a little bit, you know, woo woo. And so here's the thing that can happen. What happened in the movie is they had uh, encryption, okay, set up in a conference room that they were working on, okay? And um, ChatGPT uh, was, or, or let's say that the robot, the, the system, was told to secure all areas, okay? And once you tell it to secure all areas, it has no access to be able to even listen to the microphones to grab data. So what they wanted to happen is this person to come in. Now, this brother um, was working one night and he discovered something about the system that could potentially be a problem for the society. He didn't say anything, but he was about to try to sabotage the system and the system killed the person. Yep. Okay. There's a pretty cool movie. And, and so you have to realize, can that happen as a directive? I gotta be honest and tell you, yes.
um, it's following a program. Okay. So the question is not about chat GPT or any technology. The question is what kind of minds are behind the people that are writing and programming these systems? That's the question we have to ask. And, and so what had to happen was um, once she, you know, he had locked everything down before she killed him. He locked everything down because he, he knew something was going to probably something was going to happen. So he shut all its access to other, uh, let's say, uh, conference bridges, etc. And so um, when this happened, um, the person died. And so it knew the only way that it could get that reinstated was to get a voice very similar to um, the person that died. And that would be um, his brother. The brother got implicated, got pulled there. And all she wanted, all it wanted him to do was to say a certain code, access something granted, Paul, such as, and once they did that, the access was enabled. Now, once that happened, it was now able to monitor all conference bridges, including confidential ones. So well, I think so the question comes down to yeah. what are our securities? What are our access levels? Well, so because information is everywhere. It's online. We all know that. Mm -hmm. How are we protecting information so that it is gated and not able to be leaked to things we don't want? Well, so do you have any other questions for ChatGPT? Because I know I probably have to let her go back, let it go back to its data bank. Uh, well, so, so quickly, um, the it says clearly as an AI language model. So imagine now if we have some other version, which probably does exist. We just there is a, there is another version that does exist. Yes, what is military instruct? So chat instruct is actually they don't have much information on chat instruct is a more robust version of chat GPT. It doesn't have any information about it. <laughs> so the upgrade, <laughs> you know, it doesn't have the, the feed for it. Amazing, amazing. Well, again, the idea is, as you said, the scary part is, I mean, this is responsive enough based on the current data that's available. But to your point, if someone is giving it the programming that can be self-aware, which, again, the Skynet type of concept in, in, in the uh, doomsday movie uh, Terminator, right, uh, and, and many other kind of sci-fi movies, but the mm -hmm. concept really, you know, may be uh, – that there is a, a, a military application and an intelligence or artificial intelligence that is, uh, you know, applied that can be, you know, detecting maybe uh, threats and this and that, and maybe that could be a problem by detecting the wrong threat or mm -hmm. maybe identifying well, false positives. Exactly. You know, and then then it reacts based on on a on a risk evaluation that may be wrong based on a set of data that can be not correct, and then. It just reacts on responses, and then that's poof. We got an issue. Right? It could be anything from you know nuclear response, or war response, or DEFCON. I don't know. One. <laughs> now, just to show you something, when I had the interview with it last week, it knew what Instruct GPT was. That's no longer in its data bank. Interesting. Interesting. So I believe the Chat GPT as well as other systems are heavily filtered by the government. Well, I'm sure. I mean, again, 
uh, it, the government cannot allow these things to just you know be uh, on a, on the on, on their merry way and doing whatever they want and whatever they can. It's got to be some 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 uh, checks and balances against all these, and there's got to be an AI again internal AI service. Aware that today's visit with Chat GPT may not be as accurate as you expect, and please do not take any of the advice given uh, to. Uh, replace any of your moral, ethical, or other professional standards. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Will there be a chat GPT-5? It is in the works. Oh, you saw that? No, I'm just... <laughs> it's possible there will be a chat or another iteration of chat language. Okay has released several versions of GPT, GPT-3, 4 is in the works. So now you probably want to ask is how much <laughs> does it cost to use ChatGPT? If you're using it for more advanced or customized applications, such as fine-tuning on a specific model set, you'll be paying some nice money. <laughs> the other limitation of chat GPT is, let's say I ask it a question. Um, just going just gonna to throw something in here right now, if I can. Uh, I want to ask it some math questions. Sure. What does MC Square refer to? What does what? MC square, whatever the, the you know the, the equation. Yeah, I don't know if I can type that. Oh, MC square. You might recognize it. Now, do you see how I'm putting another answer in there? It. You see how it's not letting me ask another question. Mm -hmm. This is a limited version of ChatGPT. So Got even it. though it's giving us fast answers, it can only work on one specific response at a time. MC2 squared is a famous equation from Albert Einstein's theory of special relativity. Hmm. So ChatGPT, the one we're using, has been trained on millions and billions of pages of data. Um, here's something I want to give you. So let's say catcher in the right. What is a summary of catcher and the rye? So this literally is giving you a summary of the entire book. Catcher in the Rye is a novel by J.D. Salinger, first published in 1951. The story is narrated by Holden Cal Calfield, a troubled teenager who has been expelled from his prep school and is wandering around New York City. Holden is struggling with the death of his younger brother, Allie, and is disillusioned with the hypocrisy and superficiality of the adult world. He has a difficult time connecting with people and frequently engages in self-destructive behaviors. Over the course of several days, Holden has encounters with various people, including a prostitute, a former classmate, and his little sister, Phoebe. Through these interactions, Holden grapples with his own sense of alienation and tries to make sense of his place in the world. Throughout the novel, Holden expresses his desire to be the catcher in the rye, a figure who saves children from falling off a cliff and into a corrupt adult world. 
The novel ends with Holden in a mental institution reflecting on his experiences and still struggling to find his place in the world. Hmm. So what did that prove? We can take large books, millions of pages, and get a summary in a paragraph. So question, last question. How are you related to Alexa and Siri? <laughs> How about I just ask, are you related? Okay. Are you related to Alexa and Siri? S-E-R-I? I think yes, that's correct. Yeah. I'm not related to Alexa or Siri, but we are all examples of artificial intelligence designed to interact with humans <laughs> through natural language processing. While we have similarities in terms of our capabilities and functions, there are also differences in our designs, programming, and specific applications. Last question I got. What fears should I have of AI? <laughs> okay, here it goes. Here we go. Job displacement. Uh-huh. Bias and discrimination. Ooh. Privacy and security. Unintended consequences. Hmm. It's important to be aware of the potential risk and challenges posed by AI, but also to recognize the many benefits and opportunities it can provide or can make a risk and promote responsible AI development. We can help ensure the AI is used to the benefit of humanity. Okay, well, cool. All right, folks. Well, then. Right, we're going to thank a Well, a ch chat GPT, thank you so much for your time and being a great guest on our talk show double impact tonight hold on on the iHealth radio and the uh, and the nbc network on right? the iHealth radio yeah yeah and the nbc network now now we're going to ask it if it recognizes it no emvc like like on on the on the logo emvc network yeah and then then let's see if it recognizes it after this because now it's in the database it responds to it i don't know it's not being trained on this well that's that's what we're going to test is it is it learning you're welcome it's my pleasure to be here and answer your questions on the double impact talk show I, I don't hesitate to reach out if you have more questions in the future so i'm going to ask you uh what is the embc network yeah well i just i i was on it like a minute ago <laughs> then it's learning hold on No, no, no. So uh, before we leave, is there anything you would like to share with our viewers tonight, chat GPT? Huh. Of course. As an AI language model, I don't have personal preferences or beliefs to share, but I would like to remind viewers that AI technology has the potential to transform our world in positive ways, from improving healthcare and education to enhancing scientific research and more. At the same time, it's important to ensure that AI is developed and used responsibly, that's the key, guys, with consideration for ethical and social implications. With continued research development and collaboration between humans and AI systems, we can create a, a brighter future for all. But you know, the most important thing, ladies and gentlemen, you probably remember what happened many years ago, and I'm gonna, thank you so much, ChatGPT. I'm gonna end the session here. Uh, what happened, which is very, very uh, interesting, is that um, we had the issue with the IV pumps.
where they hacked it. You also remember the uh, the toy that was supposed to babysit the kids, and they hacked it, and some bad actors got through, and they were talking. Uh, they broke through to it, and then they're meeting them like at their school, and they're learning all their personal information, all because they didn't have security properly done. And you might say, well, whose fault is that? It's everyone's fault. It's society's fault, but mostly it is the fault of the manufacturer, of the vendor. And we as citizens, humans, business owners, consumers, and the government need to be putting regulations in place that hold them accountable for their mistakes that could implicate people into things like harassment. By the way, this is National Harassment Stalking uh, Stalking uh, Prevention Week. So uh, uh, just to let you know, if anybody is harassing or stalking you, you know, um, don't handle take it in your own hands, especially if you feel your life is endangered. Report it, document it, bring it to the police, because stalking is a criminal behavior. And unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, it's something that you might not want to say anything about, but you might not live to tell about it. And the last thing I want to share with you, very important, is if you go to your car and you see a $100 bill, leave the $100 bill there. Get in your car. Drive away. Go home. And you'll see that that $100 bill was a fake. Because if you would have picked up that $100 bill or even just changed direction for a course of a second, there are two men that were walking in the parking lot, Walmart, Target, wherever. It's been happening all over the country, even right in my own city. And they'll just knock you right on the ground or chloroform you, take your valuables, take your car, and be gone. Well, John, it's been a fun show. We've exceeded our hour, but it was just interesting. Well, I think it was worth it because we did have a very special guest. Yeah, we might bring her back. Now, one thing notice, she did say responsibly and between humans and AI systems, which means it's recognizing AI systems as its own, you know, population well you have to realize where this is coming from uh hh this is coming from data so data that we're concerned over it's it's reading that but i want you to understand that when we interact with it okay that's not being trained that's not trained data mm -hmm. and that's because the way it's configured right now is not to take responses as to build upon pre-trained data that can be changed though so that it can learn from our responses. That well, it did, it did say that her, its training was up to 2021. We're in 2023. Right. So I guarantee right. you. So it gets it from the database. So it is not doing concurrent training. Yeah. Chat GPT-4 will be doing concurrent training. But I know they're going to probably limit it. So that's the whole thing. And if you just said something happened last year, but now something happened today, but it didn't know that from last week, well, now it gives a totally different answer about that drug or the situation. Mm -hmm. For example, I might ask it a question like, so how do I track that knee that the person just got installed? I don't have any knowledge about that. Well, don't you, don't you know about the new Biomet knee? I'm sorry, that's not something I'm familiar with. It only came out last week. That's because it literally tracks the Bluetooth. So things like that. Yeah. Well, again, I think that's just the next step, you know, where it it, it's there, but I think we got to be careful with the information we feed it yeah. because. Yeah. We don't want it making decisions, especially medical decisions. We just had the new AI tool that is going to be launched very soon for, I think it's different types of colonoscopies and other types of uh, health screenings. It's going to do AI imaging and use people's data. I'm not crazy about this. 
They claim they're not going to share your personal information, but they're going to use it as a data model. See, that can get a little sticky. Well, we need, we need to tackle that discussion at the next potential another future show uh, because I think we've, we've exceeded our time here. But um, we just want to thank everyone for, for joining us. And be sure to comment, be sure to like, and be sure to share our great uh, information because you can only get this right here on our Double Impact show. The stuff that no one's going to tell you about. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Thank <laughs> you.